the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. Grace, mercy, and peace from God our Father, and the Lord Jesus Christ be with you. Alleluia, Christ is risen. A very warm welcome to our worship this morning. It's good to have you with us, either here in person or joining us online. Just one or two notices to give you. Just a reminder that this Tuesday is our annual meeting, this coming Tuesday. It will begin with a service here, a said Eucharist, which you can choose to come to should you wish at seven. And then the annual meetings will continue from half past seven over in the centre Just a reminder, thank you for all of those of you who've completed the response form for the giving campaign, yours Lord. We want to try and gather that up by next Sunday. So if you haven't both received the brochure or filled in the form, it really helps us, particularly if you can fill the form in, it helps us plan our finances. Please do try and do so either today or bring them back um, for next week. Just a reminder too that it's Christian Aid Week around around at this moment Christian Aid do incredibly valuable work on the front line often uh, of some of the worst situations in our world. There are some envelopes at the back. Do be as generous as you can if you'd like to take one, fill one, or you can donate online. Um, We'd be delighted if you would. Lastly, some bands of marriage between Noel Howard Rogers of this parish and Angela Dorothy Mary Chew, also of this parish, between Finlay William Kell and Ruby Elena Otley of the parish of Allerton Bywater. These are for the third time of asking if any of you know any persons in law why they may not marry each other, any reason in law why they may not marry each other, you are to declare it now. In baptism we died with Christ, so that as Christ was raised from the dead, we might walk in newness of life. Let us receive new life in him as we confess our sins in penitence and faith. Most merciful God. May the God of love and power forgive you and free you from your sins, heal and strengthen you by his spirit, and raise you to new life in Christ our Lord. Amen.
Let us pray. O God, the King of glory, you have exalted your only Son, Jesus Christ, with great triumph to your kingdom in heaven. We beseech you, leave us not comfortless, but send your Holy Spirit to strengthen us and exalt us to the place where our Saviour Christ is gone before, who is alive and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, one God, now and forever. Amen. A reading from the Acts of the Apostles. When the apostles had come together, they asked him, Lord, is this the time when you will restore the kingdom of Israel? He replied, It is not for you to know the times or periods that the Father has set by his own authority, but you will receive power when the Holy Spirit has come upon you, and you will be my witnesses in Jerusalem, in all Judea and Samaria, and to the ends of the earth. When he had said this, as they were watching, he was lifted up, and a cloud took him out of their sight. While he was going, and they were gazing up towards heaven, suddenly two men in white robes stood by them. They said, Men of Galilee, why do you stand looking up towards heaven? This Jesus, who has been taken up from you into heaven, will come in the same way as you saw him go into heaven. Then they returned to Jerusalem from the mount called Olivet, which is near Jerusalem, a Sabbath day journey away. When they had entered the city, they went to the room upstairs where they were staying, Peter and John and James and Andrew, Philip and Thomas, Bartholomew and Matthew, James, son of Alphaeus, and Simon the Zealot, and Judas, son of James. All these were constantly devoting themselves to prayer together with certain women, including Mary, the mother of Jesus, as well as his brothers. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God.
Hear the gospel of our Lord Jesus Christ according to John. Jesus looked up to heaven and said, Father, the hour has come. Glorify your Son so that the Son may glorify you, since you have given him authority over all people to give eternal life to all whom you have given him. And this is eternal life, that they may know you, the only true God, and Jesus Christ whom you have sent. I glorified you on earth by finishing the work that you gave me to do. So now, Father, glorify me in your own presence with the glory that I had in your presence before the world existed. I have made your name known to those whom you gave me from the world. They were yours, and you gave them to me, and they have kept your word. Now they know that everything you have given me is from you. For the words that you gave to me I have given to them, and they have received them, and know in truth that I came from you, and they have believed that you sent me. I am asking on their behalf, I am not asking on behalf of the world, but on behalf of those whom you gave me, because they are yours. All mine are yours, and yours are mine, and I have been glorified in them. And now I am no longer in the world, but they are in the world, and I am coming to you. Holy Father, protect them in your name that you have given me, so that they may be one as we are one. This is the Gospel of the Lord. May I speak to the glory of God, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Amen. All these were constantly devoting themselves to prayer, together with certain women, including Mary, the mother of Jesus, as well as his brothers. If you walk into any library, bookshop or charity shop across the country, you will find exactly the book that you are looking for. Somebody somewhere has written it. 
and that's before you go on the internet. Everything we need for life is literally at our fingertips. Well, what about books on prayer? Well, yes, absolutely. There are about 40 on my shelves at home. So definitely people are writing books about prayer. One of the many that I have is called Being a Christian by Dr. Rowan Williams. And this little book is for anyone who is exploring faith. And he has identified the four things that are recognisable, the essentials for the Christian faith. Four things he says that are required to be observed in any Christian community are baptism, Bible, Eucharist and prayer. It is the fourth element, prayer, that I would like us to consider today. Prayer is perhaps one of those subjects when asked that we will all have a different answer to. Do we do it? How do we do it? When do we do it? And does it make a difference? Experience has taught me that the best way to learn how to pray is to just do it. We can read all the books ever written, but until we set aside that time to be in God's presence, for him to hear us and for us to speak to him, then my prayer will always be one of those things that I might avoid. As the hymn writer says, it is a privilege to carry everything to God in prayer. We know of our need, but are often afraid to share it with the one who knows us best. Jesus prayed. The Gospels revealed that prayer remained the, the sorry, the Gospels revealed that prayer remained the constant refrain of Jesus' life. He prayed frequently and directly to God. But why would he, of all people, need to pray? Well, because he was human, and in his humanity he needed to have a connection to the Father. Jesus prayed as part of the ongoing relationship with the Trinity. He prayed to be an example to his followers, an example that we should try to mirror in our daily lives. Prayer is a gift from God that we have been given. And although sometimes we, like the disciples, might need to ask, Lord, teach us to pray, we have been given this gift and we should make use of it. In our gospel reading today, we get another glimpse of Jesus praying. Jesus looked up to heaven and said, those words matter. They tell the reader what follows is a prayer, a conversation between God and Jesus. Jesus says, Father, the hour has come. Glorify your Son that, so that the Son may glorify you. In John's Gospel, the word glory points us to the cross. It is in his faithfulness unto death that Jesus glorified God. Through Jesus' words in this prayer, we learn that Jesus values those who believe in him also as a cherished gift from God. And in the final lines of our reading this morning, Jesus prayed again. I am no longer in the world, 
but they are in the world. I am coming to you, Holy Father. Protect them in your name that you have given to me, so that they may be one as we are one. Jesus prayed, and he wanted those who follow him to be protected, not from bodily harm, but from falling away from the faith. And most of all, he wanted us to be one, as he and the Father are one. Jesus is praying for our protection, and for that to happen, he calls us to be drawn into the relationship of the love that is the Trinity. Jesus prays for a sort of deeper relationship for us, that we might be connected to him through the gift of prayer. Jesus had already demonstrated the connection of God, what the connection of God looks like. He was familiar throughout his own life of being in the temple and the synagogue, spending time publicly and privately speaking to God. Jesus maintained this connection to God in good times and in bad, in times of joy and in times of agony. Do you remember the phrase from the 90s, what would Jesus do? Yeah. <laughs> well, Jean remembers it. It was a trendy expression of faith by measuring ourselves against Jesus's actions. What would Jesus do? And if we were ever to wonder what Jesus would do in any given situation, then today our readings tell us that Jesus would probably pray. So if that was what Jesus would do, would we do the same? So we ask, Lord, teach us to pray. Prayer can be a jumble of words, a request, or maybe just silence, and God will hear whatever we send, however frequent, however requestful it is. The desire is to be in God's presence, and that's the important part. A long time ago, somebody asked me to explain prayer to a group of children. What does it look like? How do you do it? What colour is it? Well, I found it really hard to answer that. But I shared this example. And this was the time before the internet and emails. So I said, imagine writing a birthday card or a love letter and never putting a stamp on it. It would never arrive with the recipient. Well, I think prayer is probably like this. You have prepared the words, but if you don't tell God, and if you don't put the stamp on it, then the prayer won't ever get there. Now, you could argue that God knows that we have even, that God knows we have prayed before we have even said anything. But as Christians, God calls us into a relationship with him and he wants to hear from us regularly and through prayer. God will honour the arrow prayers you shoot heavenward in times of need. But you will find yourself more fully connected to God if you set aside routine times to pray, times to be with God and to let him hear you and you hear him. I can't say what is right or wrong for any one of us, but what I can say is you just have to do it. 
making daily times for prayer will not get, earn God's favour. You have already had that being given through the grace of God. Instead, daily times of prayer will ground your day and my day in the connection to the Holy Trinity. This is Jesus' will for us. He wants us to find and nurture a deep abiding connection to him and to God. Jesus wants us so much that he prayed for us to have a relationship with him. And then he trusted his father in heaven to enable it to happen. Your answer to Jesus' prayer is found when you make time to pray. And so grow closer to the God who knows you fully and loves you completely. So what are you waiting for? Do exactly what Jesus would do and take it to the Lord in prayer. Amen. Let us declare our faith in God. We believe in one God, the Father, the Almighty. Lord, teach us how to pray aright with reverence and fear. Though fallen sinners in thy sight, we may, we must draw near. May we sit or kneel as we pray. Lord Jesus, you fill us with your love in spirit and truth and grace. In prayer we lift our hearts and minds to you, the risen, ascended, and glorified Lord. 
We thank you for your church and its work of witness through welcome and worship in all its ways. In the Anglican Communion, we pray for the Church of the Province of the West Indies. In the Diocese, we pray for all who work in Church House. And in our parish, we pray for the Church Wardens, PCC members, and all who hold positions within the life of the Church. We also ask for your prayers for the coming meeting this week for the AGM. May you strengthen us all in faith, love, and service. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. We hold before you our local wider community, especially for Colton Lodge, for staff, residents, and all who visit. Grant that they may bring joy and hope in all that they do. We also seek blessings for the residents of Kennelly Avenue. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. Heavenly Father, we continue to pray for the world, for its nations and people, and we thank you for your presence in all places, particularly where there is suffering and distress. We continue to hold before you the Ukraine, Syria, Turkey, and any place where there are problems. May you guard and guide all who offer aid in any way. And at this time, we pray for the work of the Christian aid. May you grant wisdom to all in positions of authority, responsibility, and leadership as they govern in the best way possible. Lord, in your mercy, Hear our prayer. Good Lord, we pray your healing hands may reach out to all who suffer in body, mind or spirit at this time. We pray especially for those who have asked for prayer. For Dale Bowes, Christine Russell, Harold Fowler, Jean Parker, Ginny Camponi, Jeff Blowers, Dinesh Shah, Shane Simpson, Michael Higgett, Brian and June Sutcliffe, Baby Percy and Erica Honeybone, for those in long-term care, for Mary Metcalf, George Brown, Lynn Perry, Jennifer Mode and Margaret Burton. May you grant them and all who care for them comfort and peace. And at this time we ask for your, for your blessings upon the work of the Alzheimer's Society, for all who support its work and receive its care. Lord, in your mercy. Lord Jesus, you conquered death, rising to new life and ascending to heaven. We pray for all who have died, for those recently, including Jean Bannister and Alan Etherington. We pray for all whose anniversary of death is at this time, and for all whom we love and see no longer, that they too may find eternal rest with you in glory. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. Give these, Lord, and then thy will be done thus strengthened and with all might, 
we through thy Spirit and thy Son shall pray and pray aright. Merciful Father, accept these prayers for the sake of your Son, our Saviour, Jesus Christ. The risen Christ came and stood among his disciples and said, Peace be with you. Then were they glad when they saw the Lord. Alleluia. The peace of the Lord be always with you. Let us offer one another a sign of peace.
Blessed are you, Lord God of all creation, in your loving care you spread before us the table of life and give us the cup of salvation to drink. Keep us always in the fold of our Saviour and our Shepherd, your Son, Jesus Christ, our Lord. Amen. Amen. The Lord is here. His Spirit is with us. Lift up your hearts. We lift them to the Lord. Let us give thanks to the Lord our God. It is right to give thanks and praise. It is indeed right, our duty and our joy, always and everywhere, to give you thanks, Almighty and Eternal Father. And in these days of Easter, to celebrate with joyful hearts the memory of your wonderful works. For by the mystery of his passion, Jesus Christ, your risen Son, has conquered the powers of death and hell, and restored in men and women the image of your glory. He has placed them once more in paradise, and opened to them the gate of life eternal. And so, in the joy of this Passover, earth and heaven resound with gladness, while angels and archangels and the powers of all creation sing forever the hymn of your glory. the source of all holiness. Grant that by the power of your Holy Spirit and according to your holy will, these gifts of bread and wine may be to us the body and blood of our Lord Jesus Christ, who in the same night that he was betrayed took bread and gave you thanks. He broke it and gave it to his disciples, saying, Take, eat. This is my body, which is given for you. Do this in remembrance of me. In the same way, after supper, he took the cup and gave you thanks. He gave it to them, saying, Drink this, all of you. This is my blood of the new covenant, which is shed for you and for many for the forgiveness of sins. Do this as often as you drink it in remembrance of me. Jesus Christ is Lord. Lord, by your cross and resurrection, you have set us free. You are the Saviour of the world. And so, Father, calling to mind his death on the cross, his perfect sacrifice made once for the sins of the whole world, 
rejoicing in his mighty resurrection and glorious ascension, and looking for his coming in glory, we celebrate this memorial of our redemption. As we offer you this, our sacrifice of praise and thanksgiving, we bring before you this bread and this cup, and we thank you for counting us worthy to stand in your presence and serve you. Send the Holy Spirit on your people, and gather into one in your kingdom all who share this one bread and one cup, so that we, in the company of Blessed Mary, since Bede and Aldhelm and all the saints may praise and glorify you forever through Jesus Christ our Lord, by whom and with whom and in whom, in the unity of the Holy Spirit, all honour and glory be yours, Almighty Father, for ever and ever. Rejoicing in God's new creation, let us pray with confidence as our Saviour has taught us. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, the power and the glory, for ever and ever. Amen. We break this bread to share in the body of Christ. Though we are many, we are one body, because we all share in one bread. Christ, our Passover, is sacrificed for us. Therefore, let us keep the feast. Alleluia.
Let us pray. Eternal God, giver of love and power, your Son, Jesus Christ, has sent us into all the world to preach the gospel of his kingdom. Confirm us in this mission and help us to live the good news we proclaim. Through Jesus Christ, our Lord. Amen. Father of all, we give you thanks and praise that when we were still far off, you met us in your Son and brought us home. Dying and living, he declared your love, gave us grace and opened the gate of glory. May we who share Christ's body live his risen life. We who drink his cup bring life to others. We whom the Spirit lights give light to the world. <coughs> Hope you have set before us so we and all your children shall be free, and the whole earth live to praise your name. Through Christ our Lord. Amen.
God the Father, by whose glory Christ was raised from the dead, strengthen you to walk with him in his risen life. And the blessing of God Almighty, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit be among you and remain with you always. Amen. With the power that raised Jesus from the dead at work within you, go in peace to love and serve the Lord. Alleluia, alleluia. In the name of Christ. Amen.